You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's your daily dose of Donna and today is Tuesday, August 22nd. Welcome to the show. If you are new here, thank you so much. We have hit 7,500 subscribers on YouTube, a little bit over that last night. I was so excited to see that. You know, it's these little milestones. It means you're doing something good. The show keeps growing. You guys, it's all because of my dosers. If you are here and you like the show and you are following and you catch up, catch up on um, audio or on YouTube or if you're a Patreon member or if you're a TikTok and Instagram follower, you're a doser. So welcome, dosers, to the show. I am Donna Bowling, former casting director, now just pop culture commentator. <laughs> I'm a mom of two boys. I live in Los Angeles. I'm obsessed with talking about reality TV. Oh my gosh, you guys, I have to tell you something. Yesterday, I was at, uh, I was dropping my son off at art camp, okay? He's really, really into, he's an artsy musical type of guy. And, um, and so I'm dropping him off at art camp and I see this woman who I recognize and she's dropping off her daughter. And I'm like, how do I know you? Oh my gosh. We give each other a big hug. Turns out it's my good friend, Marnie, who I've known on and off for years because she is the casting director of Days of Our Lives. Um, I used to be a casting director. I remember that in the scripted world. And she still is casting Days of Our Lives. It was so fun to see her, but I'm dying to know if you guys are interested in any way on this show with like daytime TV. Are we interested in learning a little bit about kind of the daytime TV world? And should I get her as a guest on the show? Are you guys, I mean, I imagine if you like reality TV, you probably do like daytime TV. And if you do, what shows do you watch? And if you don't, you're probably like me, which is like, I don't have the time to watch it. Oh, a lot of you guys are into it. So what are your shows? Um, I watched Days of Our Lives growing up. That was the one show I did watch, but I watched, you know, in the Lisa Rinna days, like Billy and Eileen Davidson and Deidre Hall, Marlena. Do you guys remember that? Oh, a lot of you are watching y- YNR, Young and Restless. Um, 
Yeah, it's interesting, especially with the strike and stuff. I'd be interested to know kind of how that works and how they're continuing to, sh- to um, you know, work and, and shoot every single day, which they do. Lots of you guys are into General Hospital, One Life to Live. Can I just take one moment to reminisce what it was like growing up in the 80s? And I don't know exactly how old you guys are, but I'm born 81. There is nothing like the, that like memory that sits in my brain of staying home from school and watching Price is Right at 10 a.m., followed by, I think it was one of those game shows, like Deal or No, not Deal or No Deal, Let's Make a Deal type of shows at 11. Days of Our Lives was on at 12. And then I would always find a way to watch Small Wonder, like, Family Ties, like there was such good shows on back then. Let's make a deal. That was the show. I wonder if, um, and like we didn't have TiVo. We didn't have On Demand. So I was just watching it. It just happened to be Small Wonder. I mean, shout out to Small Wonder. And if you don't remember Small Wonder, Small Wonder was an amazing show about Vicky, who was a robot. Who Honestly, this show could be redone now because of AI. She was a robot and she lived in the closet. Do you guys remember? She's a small wonder. Shiny and bright and so pearl. <laughs> I don't know the words. And she and then remember, um, oh my gosh, you guys remember the other one with Evie? Um, where she would put her um, if you're watching on YouTube, you would know. Where you get to put your fingers together and it would freeze. And now I can't remember the song. Um, Evie, what was that? Sh- I don't either, Siri. Siri likes to talk to me. Um, she was half alien. What was the show with Evie, you guys, where she would pause? Evie TV show. <laughs> I swear that we'll get into something really out of this world. Out of this world. Tell me, you guys, remember out of this world. It was so good and there was like a buzz. Now, of course, there's Full House. Yes, yes, yes. But out of this world. Home in a jar, oh, and be better off than you are. Or would you rather go to Earth? An Earthling's a creature as strange as can be. He's not that unique, are you and me? Oh, his body comes in lots of different shapes. Uh huh. Tips and aches, or would you listen advice for what it's worth? Yeah, 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 yeah. You would be better on earth. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God, you guys, that was unlike any other show I've ever done. So I am so sorry for those of you that just freaked out and changed the channel. Oh my God, am I going to have to pay residuals? I just sang it. Aren't you allowed to sing? Okay, y'all. Let me cover some things that are very weighing very heavily on me and kept me up last night. I did lose sleep over this. Um, Bethany, I am going to put the Bethany story to bed for the moment, okay? I am going to put the story to bed because I have been going back and forth. So let me try to explain to you a little bit about what's, what's my thought process here. The last thing I want is for people to assume or think or comment or kind of take my show as being this like takedown show, 
toxic, trash talking. That is not my goal. And I had to have a moment yesterday when I saw a comment come in. And I don't think it was it came in in a bad way. I, I really don't. I really think that the the comment was said in a um loving way. I'm going to read the comment. It's on my YouTube if you guys want to hear it. It says, Donna, to be honest, please don't take this the wrong way. I enjoy watching you because I find Bravo Sphere stuff interesting. However, I don't think it's necessary for you to be making half a dozen videos bashing Bethany, et cetera. Um, wouldn't it, it goes on and on and on. She said something that I don't like, and I'm just going to say, she goes, uh, whether what is talking, taking her down in every video supposed to accomplish besides you trying to get your BravoCon press pass? Actually, I just read that right now for the first time. I don't remember reading that yesterday. Um, okay. I guess this is where it comes from. And no, I'm not mad at you if you wrote that. Although I really want to be very clear about something. I am not here like using these topics to further me in in Bravo's eyes. I am not getting a press pass. I don't believe. I have no um no inclination or indication that I am at this point. I will be a BravoCon uh attendee just like the rest of you guys. My goal here is not to kiss Andy Cohen's ass. It's not trying to be a um, you know, like F you Bethany Team Bravo. I am a hundred percent. I am a hundred percent here to bring you the hot topics. Okay. Unless you're under a rock, you know that Bethany Frankel has been all over the news in the last, especially week, right? You can't talk to Raquel Levis, Rachel Levis, and talk to the, the, you know, one of the main parts of Scandaval after not hearing from her for six months and not expect me to talk about it. And I was made this very clear. You could be anyone. So that is, an, you know, a non-starter. I don't want to be taken down because I'm bringing you the tea. If you don't like it, let's not watch it, right? I mean, I, I, it's a, at the end of the day, that's what we do. And I, I got some great comments uh, supporting me on that comment on the YouTube channel, which basically said, like, this is Donna's channel and she can do what she wants. And it's so true. Like, I'm not saying that it hurts. It doesn't hurt my feelings to know that you guys don't like it or someone doesn't like it. It doesn't hurt. It does hurt my feelings because I'm sensitive and I do have, you know, a, a need to want to make you guys happy and want to make you guys enjoy my show. That just seems normal. But it's, but it's not coming from a place of like, I'm trying to make Andy Cohen like me. Bull. Like absolutely bullshit because I've talked a lot of shit about a lot of things on Bravo. So that's not the way this is. This is not the goal here ever. Um, but I never want to feel like I'm a trash-talking takedown account. So if that has felt that way, I apologize to those of you that have heard me in that light. So I'm putting Bethany to bed. She's going to sleep finally, okay? Go to sleep, Bethany. She's going to sleep. And until she comes out with something that is newsworthy, which I'm sure will be in the next hour because she constantly finds herself to get up in my like right in the front. Okay. I appreciate the love. Thank you so much. That's not the goal here either. It's not like I'm not trying to be like, yeah, let's go after. You know, someone sent me a message overnight, which I 
think was one of the nicest messages ever. She's a listener. Shout out, Victoria. She said, I, and just because I had you in my mind, I didn't. Because I think it's really important that we start to like watch ourselves before leaving nasty comments on people's accounts. It really does. Like you do feel it. You feel it as a creator. Okay. Let's move on. That wasn't a nasty comment, by the way, what I read. I'm just saying as a side note. Okay. While Rachel Levis has now completely removed, do you know that? She's removed her apology and a bunch of photos and stuff from her Instagram account. Explain to me why she would remove the apology statement. I would love to know from you guys, what do you think the goal there was to remove the apology statement? Remember, if you guys forget, once when this whole thing came out, she did have one statement. She released it through Entertainment Tonight, and then she posted on her feed, and it was a long, um, you know, few paragraph long statement. I could probably find it, but essentially said something like, I am so sorry. I know I hurt people. I have a lot of work to do. I need to work on myself, et cetera, et cetera. She has removed that from her feed. Very, very interestingly, right after she appeared on this podcast to apologize and to take accountability and to kind of redeem herself. Is it because a lot of you guys are saying someone advised her to? A lot of you guys are saying that maybe it's about the the lawsuit, upcoming lawsuit or something. Either way, I mean, it's public record. We can all find that she had that posted on her account forever and any good attorney or whatever would find that. But the question is, is there any reason... Like, what would be the reason that you'd want to now come out saying, I'm not sorry, like I said I was? I find it really interesting. I mean, she said, I'm sorry, 10 times, right? But is she, if she's taking full accountability in that letter, in that apology statement, is she saying that because she doesn't want, if they go after Bravo or NBC Universal or production or whatever, she doesn't want them to come back and be like, no, you're saying you took full, full accountability. I don't know. We'll have to see. Chris says, starting to get bored of the VPR cast and Rachel dragging it out so long. I'm with you a hundred percent. Oh, by the way, last night I released a bonus episode. So many of you guys watched it with Meredith Lynch and the title of the episode says I was served or I got a cease and desist from Bethany. Lots of comments saying, Donna, are you okay? Donna, I can't believe she did that to you. Time to get a backup account. I need to be really um, clear about this. I wasn't served a cease and desist. Not me, not me, not me. Meredith was. She was served a cease and desist. And that was almost a year ago. So trust me, I was not served a cease and desist. There's no reason that I would be because I'm doing exactly what what she wants us to do, which is talk about her. I'm not saying anything out of school. Um, Although... Meredith, who got a cease and desist, was not also saying anything out of school. She was talking about public fact and record. Okay. Um, Ariana is meanwhile with her new boyfriend. I don't know if they're just like uh, friends with benefits, boyfriends. Either way, it looks really sweet and cute, her relationship with this bartender, um, like workout lifter. I don't know what he does. Daniel Y, I think his name is, W-A-I. And um, Jennifer, I don't like that comment. That does not seem correct at all. Um, and and she um, 
So she and her boyfriend are in Chicago. At least they were for a day or so. The cutest picture she posted in front of the Bean, you know, in Millennial Park over there. I was just in Chicago last September. I freaking love September. September. I love Chicago. And they were there and they took a cute picture and it was something along the lines of, um, you know, they're wearing matching shoes. It's rainy. I think that's good. I think she's moved on. I think she's fine. She's clearly doing okay. I haven't even talked to you guys about the fact that she's coming out with a new cocktail book, but this time being alone, remember the last time she came out with it, a cocktail book, Tom Sandoval was part of it. So she's doing good. Okay. She's off to the races. She's doing good. Tom Sandoval, meanwhile, is also doing well. He's recording his, uh, he's doing live performances. He's doing some sort of Maui performance coming up. I told you he was uh, doing the Yachty by Nature, Yacht Rock uh, performance over the weekend. Whether or not you like his music, whether or not you listen to his music, he does have his fans that are coming out and watching him. He does have his people and he has a circle. He's showing up on the show and he's getting a paycheck. Um, and by all means, Rachel should go off and do her own thing too, right? Start a podcast. Do whatever you want. Can't promise I'll listen, but girl, girl, you do you. Okay. Let's talk for a second about something that was highly in my DMs yesterday, and that's Scooter Braun. If you guys don't know who Scooter Braun is, I'm going to just give you guys a very, 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 um, like, brief description of who he is and what's been going on. And the reason why I'm doing it very, very briefly is because a lot of my listeners listeners are not Swifties. They don't really know what's going on with, um, with Scooter Braun. They don't understand like what the story is. And I feel like it's kind of important that we get a little bit of a, you know, just a little bit of a background here. So hold on. I'm going to pull up what I was going to tell you guys. Okay. The reason why it's all up in the news right now is because both Ariana Grande and Demi Lovato, two obviously incredibly uh, talented singers, um, have just dropped Scooter Braun as their manager. Now, Scooter Braun is uh, a – he's been a manager for many, many years. And he became popular in the in the Justin Bieber heyday. And the reason why is because Justin Bieber basically started working with him. Gosh, what year? Let me see if I can find it off the top of my head really fast. Um, Scooter Braun started working with Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Oh my God, you guys are going to kill me. Yesterday, oh my God, yesterday I said that Tom Sandoval did an interview with Howard Stern by mistake. I met Howie Mandel. I am so sorry. I, it's so horrible when you do that and then you release the episode and you're like, I can't go back and edit it. Like it's it's out there now. Um, how can I find it? Justin Bieber, who has been with Braun for like forever, 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 forever. Okay. Maybe you guys can um, let me know, but I have no idea. Okay, so um, so essentially what's been happening is that Scooter Braun, in my eyes, was always like this kick-ass music manager. He was on Justin Bieber's documentary. It was so great. Like years ago, I don't know if you guys ever watched that documentary when he was really young. It was so good, so fun. Like Scooter Braun seems like a – cool dude, good looking guy. He's a Jewish guy. He's, he then got married. He has kids. Like 
in my eyes and a lot of people's eyes, he felt like a really like stand up cool dude. And he, you know, he signed Ariana Grande years and years ago and Demi Lovato years and years ago. But then there was some drama because in the more recent, um, years. And remember, he's had Ariana Grande since 2013. So he's released six albums with Ariana Grande. He also had a Colombian singer, J Balvin. I don't know if he has Usher, but he's been spending a lot of time with Usher in the last few days. But essentially what happened was it was a Taylor Swift issue. If you know anything, you know that if you were against Taylor Swift, bad things happen to you. <laughs> Think about Lizzo. Think about Kanye. Think about like, it's crazy how this happens. People should not go against Taylor Swift. It's unbelievable. Yes. Since then, Scooter Braun did divorce from his wife, did divorce his wife. Yes, I know that. But essentially what happened was Scooter Braun bought the label that owned the masters of Taylor Swift's first six albums. So because of that, Taylor Swift essentially lost the ownership of her music, which is really, really crazy. Now, I'm not going to get into the details of the deal and the music and that whole world because I don't really know exactly like the, the legalities and how much and everything. And I don't like speaking out of school. But I do know, oh, okay. Well, according to Daily Mail in front of me, it does say that his company is said to have sold off the master. So he he sold them. He bought the the label and then sold off the masters for three hundred million dollars. Taylor has tried to reacquire ownership of the songs by cutting new recordings of them, which is why we always hear. For those of you that don't understand, it's why we always hear. You know that she's coming out with Red, the album Taylor's version. Speak now, Taylor's version. Nineteen eighty nine is coming out. Taylor's version. And all of these are coming out because now she's able to re, um, that were the radio or Spotify or whatever is able to play those songs. She'll be making the money. She's able to sing them at her, at her concerts. No problem. And clearly it sounds to the world that she really got kind of screwed over by him. And so Taylor has slammed him as a manipulative bully. And because of that, and you guys, fans are nuts. I will tell you this really honestly. I know fans are nuts in certain areas. Um, Taylor fans are nuts in the in the best possible way, but also cuckoo. Um, Selena, Selena fans are nutty. Uh Juicy Scoopers and Jeff Lewis fans. I will say that those, I think those four are the ones that like go crazy. Maybe Kardashians too. Kardashian fans. Cause I did comment one thing on Twitter about Khloe Kardashian's new look. And I mean, all I said was like, wow. I got a million comments saying like, she's amazing. Shut up. <laughs> so it's insane. Oh, the beehive is nuts too. Believers, chumps. Wow, you guys. It's crazy. Okay. So Ariana, Ariana has now, um, you know, as of yesterday or in the last few days, actually about a week ago, Dumois had just posted that she has heard rumblings that Justin Bieber, who was his first huge high profile client, has parted with him and is starting to like shop around and is no longer under management. He has now denied that. He has now denied that. Um, Ariana has now officially revealed that she is split with Scooter and so has Demi Lovato. Now they're all saying that they are parting amicably. We don't know specifically why. 
Um, because we're not seeing any drama, but what a lot of people are saying, rumors, these are just alleged, these are just rumors. A lot of people are saying that something bad is coming out, that there will be something a tell-all interview, maybe like a Vanity Fair situation or a big LA Times article, something will come out that is going to speak to a side of Scooter that is going to be like an irreparable damage, possibly like sleeping with someone underage or doing something really awful. It's possible. I don't know, but I have a feeling these things don't just happen by chance. It could just be by chance. But Scooter Braun is not like a failing manager. It could also just be that some people are like, I don't want to be on a side anti-Taylor. Like, I don't know specifically. No one really knows. But we're going to definitely be um, very, very kind of cautious to see what's going on. Scooter Braun is definitely in the hot seat right now. Everyone is curious what's going on. I did do a deep dive on his profile yesterday and he, like I said, was traveling somewhere. I can't remember. These waterfalls, I don't even know. So it doesn't look like he is really struggling in this, like with this news that this is coming out. But to lose Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, and this Colombian singer, Jay Balvin, who I don't actually know who it is, within a few months, it ain't good for your financial um, abilities, right? It's probably not good. I'm sure he'll be okay, but it will be interesting to know what's going on. Okay. Now, a lot of people are saying it's that Taylor Swift. Wait, you is it vigilante shit? Someone, Sarah, you let me know, Okay. You let me know because I want to make sure that I don't say this wrong. But in Vigilante Shit, she does say something of someone told his white-collared crimes to the FBI and people are saying that's Taylor's lines. And some people are saying, what's going on there? Scooter has done something bad and it's coming on out. It also could just be conspiracy theory. Who knows? But you guys are asking, so I'm here to tell you. Let's talk really fast about Roni because I didn't get to talk about it yesterday. I watched it last night. You guys, when I tell you, I am obsessed with this show. I am obsessed with the new Roni. And you know what? If I, are, if I were an OG housewife on a show like Atlanta or OC specifically, and maybe even Beverly Hills, I would heavily be concerned because clearly with the right casting and a whole new cast, you can make magic again from a show. Roni has come back. In my opinion and a lot of people's opinion, we have a lot of great characters on this show. Now, the first comment I see is I'm fed up with Jessel. I'm going to tell you something. Jessel is the one that I've talked about in the past because she's the one that is kind of unaware and complainy and like struggles to – like she doesn't really understand how she's being rude, et cetera. But let me just tell you, we need her. We need her. And – Evan Ross Katz, I posted this on my Instagram stories yesterday. Evan Ross Katz posted a photo that I'm like, oh my God, this is insane. It's so good. It's a picture. It's a still from Aaron's, um, Aaron, who is the uh, Israeli one, Aaron Litchie, had a vow renewal or like a engage, uh, uh, anniversary party. And it's this huge, oh my God, over the top expensive party. I mean, they spent thousands of, I guess they had sponsors too. But in this party, there's a clip 
of the four women that are watching the party go on. So it's not Uba because Uba was sick with COVID. So it's on the left, Jessel, then it's Bryn, then it's Jenna Lyons, and then it's Sai. Now remember, Jessel is the one that is like a little uptight, really obsessed with like status and looking good and and being, you know, rubbing shoulders with the Tom Cruises of the world, et cetera. And then Bryn is kind of the little, I would say she's a little bit of the loose cannon. She says whatever's on her mind. She's very like flirty. She flirts with everyone that's there. She's very obsessed with, you know, men and having fun. Then you have Jenna Lyons, who is a little bit um, more uptight, definitely a little bit more socially awkward, a lesbian, a little bit more um, like she doesn't fit in necessarily when you see the group. And then the fourth is Sai, who was like fashionable and um, she's an influencer and she's fun and she's got like this kind of out there personality that says whatever's on her mind, but she wears crazy fun outfits. And the picture that it compares them to is the Sex in the City cast. And I almost died because Jessel, where Jessel was standing was Charlotte. Where Bryn was standing was Samantha. Where Jenna was, was Miranda. And where Cy was, was Carrie. And I was like, oh my God. They unintentionally created the real life Sex in the City. Like we finally get a real life sex in the city. These are women that are kind of friends, but not kind of friends. Like they connect some more than others. They all like each other, but there's definitely a little bit of, you know, tension in between. The drama is not high stakes. There's no big like alcoholism issues. There's no big, you know, whatever. It's so good. Just watch the show and give it a chance. I know a lot of you guys are saying you're not getting a, you're not able to give it a chance. Please give it a chance. It's so good. What's up, Lourdes? Welcome back. How's your mom? Okay. So, Roni's so good. That's what I'm going to say about that. Big Brother. I have not fallen off Big Brother. In fact, Oliver, my eight-year-old and I are big, big brother fans. We definitely are watching Big Brother every single three times a week. Now, I am not watching the live feeds and I am so PO'd because I saw on my YouTube feed today, someone had released something that had changed that we have not seen on the show yet. And I'm mad about that, but I'm liking it. I'm not loving it, but I'm liking it. I really want to get more into Big Brother. I do, but I'm not loving it. If you know what I mean, it's kind of like one of those kinds of shows. Um, but I'm sure as the the cast gets smaller and smaller, I'm going to become more obsessed. All right, let's talk Tori Spelling for a minute. Guys, Tori Spelling has had a rough year, okay? Not only did she have a major mold problem in her house, so she and her 75 kids had to move out. Then she, I'm being facetious, obviously. Then she's separated from her husband, Dean, which everyone, it's not been officially, officially confirmed, but it's confirmed um, in a real roundabout way. Then we've seen her in and out of a very, very cheap looking, scary looking motel. Then on, um, she's been living in a RV in Ventura for the majority of the summer. And somehow, somewhere, I know a lot of you guys are saying this is a beautiful place to be. This would be a great vacation, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it wasn't a vacation. And I think that that's the concern there is when you see someone like a Tori Spelling, who you know has all the money in the world and, or her had all the money in the world and her mom has all the money in the world. And then you see her in this situation. It feels a little bit like, what is going on? 
right? What is going on? Well, she was just photographed over the week. Over the weekend, she was photographed with um, or she pictured herself with an IV in her arm and said, I am in the hospital for four days. I miss my kids. No one knew exactly why. There were some rumors that she was dizzy, etc. But she was just wheeled out of the hospital yesterday. And this was all over page six, etc. And she was wheeled out of the hospital with bruises on her arms and bruises on her cheeks. And she's being wheeled out of the hospital by someone that we don't know. What is happening with Tori Spelling, you guys? Someone, please let me know. I need to know what you guys know because I don't know anything other than what we're seeing. So why it was she in the hospital for four days? Four days is a crazy long time to be in the hospital, y'all. Like you're not in the hospital for four days until you're, unless you're like severely, severely ill. So did she have some sort of virus? Did she get really dizzy and, um, you know, fall? Is that why she has bruises? I mean, she looks not great, guys. She looks not great. I'm not going to lie. She looks like she's gone through a rough, rough moment. Now, a lot of people are saying, why is her mom not stepping in? And obviously, I'm not candy spelling. But from what I've said before is when I listened to Jeff Lewis and um, Candy Spelling was on the show, she basically said, like, I have all, I will always take care of them. So the question is, does she want her mom to take care of her or does she not? I have a weird feeling that she doesn't want her to take care of her. And I could be wrong, but I don't really know. So what is going on with Tori Spelling? It feels like not so great. All right. And one more story. Let's talk about Kyle Richards. Let's talk about the Umansky family on vacation in Capri. We've mentioned it before. Kyle Richards and Mauricio, and then the four daughters, and I think one of the boyfriends, I don't know. It, it, I don't know whose boyfriend it is, but I also know that Farah, the oldest daughter, is engaged, but I, I've not seen any pictures of her fiance on this trip, but they've been in Capri. They've been in Italy and it looks like they've had the most beautiful vacation. Honestly, like what a dream. They are on these yachts. They're doing these gorgeous beach clubs. They're going from boat to hotel to like gorgeous restaurants. I mean, they do look like they're having the most fantastic, incredible vacation, except for the fact that Mauricio and Kyle are clearly not together. And the reason why I know that, I mean, they're together physically in the same space, but there's not one picture of the two of them next to each other or together. Both of them are not wearing their wedding rings. I mean, Mauricio is for sure not wearing his ring and Kyle is wearing a ring, but I think it's that Morgan, you know, it's like just the ring and it's not her like sparkler or anything. I have a feeling it's that Morgan Wade um, like ring that they both have. What I do see is a family that is probably trying to kind of reimagine their life after a divorce or after a separation, not a divorce. This is all, in my opinion, an alleged. My feeling is it's one of those things like we will be okay. We will be um, – we love our kids and we will always like remain close even if our marriage is on the rocks or we're not super good. Clearly, there is – um, clearly there is a, uh, an issue of, you know, clearly they're very, uh, what's the word? Like 
friendly, amicable. It's an amicable situation, clearly. They're together. And I love that for them. And so I don't really know what's going on. My, I know in my heart and from multiple sources that I know that I'm assuming I don't want to say it, but that I'm assuming that there is or was a relationship between her and Morgan. Uh, Like I said, allegedly, but I've heard from multiple sources that are in this world. So I don't know exactly where to go with that. Um, Morgan, meanwhile, had a huge article for New York Times the day that Bethany came out with this interview for – with Rachel. And so it completely got buried. I don't know if any of you guys read it. I did take some screenshots of it and then I never actually went back to it because that's how much I don't think about Morgan Wade in my normal life. Um, but I think that she was saying that she's been like freaked out by all the attention. It's not like her that she was, um, you know, considering to go back into rehab and I don't know. It says country singer Morgan Wade was looking for the spotlight. It found her. Uh, the rising musician is disciplined about her sobriety, fitness, and songwriting, but a bond with a reality TV star has thrust her into an uncontrollable world of fame is what it says. So, you know, she talks about the fact that she's addicted to working out and, um, you know, that's important to her. And then it goes through like kind of her ups and downs being seen with Kyle and what that means. But would you expect anything else? I mean, would you expect anything else? You are a country singer and you become best friends with a very, very millions of followers, real housewife. I mean, what do you expect, right? Okay. Um, what else? I think that's it. Um, we could keep talking. We could talk sister wives and stuff, but I think I'll save a lot for Patreon. My Patreon episode comes out on Wednesdays. So tomorrow I will have that episode for you and I'll be deeping, deep diving a few more things that I haven't been able to say here because I don't want to say it and get myself in trouble. Um, sister wives. Yeah. I'm going to talk about sister wives tomorrow. I think on the Patreon probably. Because I don't know. I mean, you let me know in the comments if that's something you guys are super interested in. All I know is that Cody, I mean, the ringlets. I'm going to show you. Cody's hair is like big, curly, short here. But then up here, it's like this. But like really curly. Actually, that's kind of cute. But it's like ringlets, ringlets. Like you just want to pull on them. It's Shirley Temple. Um, Okay, you guys, have an amazing rest of your Tuesday. I will see you tomorrow. Make sure to join the Facebook group, Daily Dose of Donna, and say hi on Instagram and the DMs, et cetera. Talk to you guys later. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. Oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.